You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about WNBA, a little bit about tennis, um, or at least those are the two topics that I kind of have based off of what I want to talk about. Uh, so if you watch, I don't know if anybody, I, I mean, I think actually a decent amount of people did. I think ESPN <clears throat> came out with a statistic that um, that the WNBA finals were up this year. Let me go see. Let me go see if I can find the exact number. I know I retweeted it, so let me just go and check really quick. So WNBA, uh, well, game three, I don't know. Game three was up 34% from what I'm guessing was the last game of last season. And then it was up 15% total for the NBA Finals. Or 15% total for the NBA Finals. Or WNBA Finals, sorry, excuse me. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. And I think I've talked about WNBA stuff, I think, in the past. I'm pretty sure I have. like Because uh, the there is a Prism product that's coming out that I'm pretty excited for. I, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous it's going to be kind of expensive though that so the one thing that I am I may not buy any of the boxes but uh like I said there's a few rookies there's uh Sabrina Ionosco I think is how you pronounce her last name and I always I feel like I always um I'm gonna go to her profile right now Sabrina uh Ionuscu, I think that's how you pronounce her name and I, I always I know I I must have talked about it in the past because I remember saying this I remember saying I'm going to remember how to pronounce her name and then I uh, forget to how to look it up. And I'm pretty sure I just pronounced it correctly. So, like, she's a rookie that I'm going to be looking for. But, like, last year's Donruss product, I think, is it was Donruss and it had the Optic in there. So if you're, if you're going to be looking for those, I'd go with the Optic cards, which I think is what they did for this year's... Um, football product, too, if I'm not mistaken. Like, they, I'm not 100% sure if they're coming out with a full-on optic product i think they are and i think what they usually do in optic is they usually do like an or excuse me in donruss is they usually do like an optic preview so it's not so i think the cards are different and i'm not 100 percent sure if that's what they're doing this year uh with football because i know donruss football is out now but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about wnba stuff so i think wnba is a good example of a, and I think women's sports in general, I think, are going to be, they're going to get more publicity going forward because I think, like, with women's soccer, and I think you also saw this, which, which was a very interesting t- statistic. So there were two, which I think these are two American players. There were two women's pl- American, I think they were American, I'm not 100% sure, but there were two new women's signings for Manchester United, the team in the English Premier League. Um, and there were two new signings that actually their shirts, and I think it was a dual shirt or it was individual shirts, but they they each actually outsold any of the new men's signings that there were uh, for Manchester United, which I thought was a very interesting statistic that during the time period, I don't know what time period they used, but, and I, I was, yeah, like I said, I'm not 100% sure what time period they used for this um, 
statistic that they were using. I'm assuming it had to have been like within a month or something like that, or within a week, because it's because the statistic came out. So I'm guessing it must have been within like the month or something. But so I think we're gonna see an interesting rise in women's sports, and I think women's sports is going to potentially be another avenue for people to get into sports cards because we're seeing a prism product for the WNBA. And I think if that product does well, similar to how like soccer didn't have very many products, um, soccer didn't have very many products and then they came out with a couple and they did well. I think it's going to be very similar with the WNBA because or WNBA and just women's sports in general, I think. Because like I and I know I talked about this for sure. Like maybe it was actually probably around this time either last year or in 2018. I'm trying to think of no, I think it was the summer of 2019, I'm pretty sure, like in the middle of the summer. I was looking at Serena Williams cards because you know, I looked, and it was the same with, like, Tiger Woods cards. I was looking at these, like, individual sports cards, and I was saying, well, I mean, Serena Williams is, like, the, other than, you know, someone like, a, uh, I mean, Billie Jean King, uh, probably the best women's tennis player of all time, and I don't know necessarily if, you know, and I think she, honestly, I just think that she has, like, all of every single title you can think of. She has multiple of every single title. She has Grand Slams, all that stuff within tennis. So I was, in my head, I was like, and this was, like, so long ago that there was there was no demand for these. I mean, I bought, like, I think I bought, like, eight or nine of them for, like, a dollar a piece. And now, I mean, now they're up to, when I was looking at them, they're up around, I think, nine dollars now. So... I think that was kind of an interesting revelation. I just think that specific thing or that specific uh, card that I was looking at, that going up, I think, gives me more. I don't. I don't know exactly. It gives me more uh, reason. It gives me another reason why I think that we're going to see a rise in some of these women's cards. And I wouldn't be surprised if, for the next Women's World Cup, we see like a Prism product or some sort of. Some sort of product that is not just like kind of a one-off thing, like because there are women's cards, there are women's soccer cards, and it, you know it may even could just be that like I don't know actually I'm not sure why there aren't more already because I think we're, we're another thing is we we saw like all the NBA players wearing the WNBA sweatshirts, so I mean that was a coordinated effort with the NBA and the WNBA to try and promote the league a little bit more. And I don't think, I mean, if you were to ask any NBA player, they're obviously going to say that they would want the WNBA players to get more recognition because I mean, they're doing the same thing. Like they're, they're both playing basketball and they're both playing basketball for a living. And, you know, for some of the WNBA players, it may, they may not even like, cause the salaries are lower. Um, so it may not even, they may even have to do something in their spare time, which I think if you're a WNBA player, you can work with your agent to make up some of that money. But like the, the astronomical gap, I think that there is between women's sports and men's sports. And I, I know the argument that I understand the argument that with, especially with women's soccer, that that's kind of the main argument. It's like, should the women and men get paid exactly the same? And 
I'm starting to think there should it sh- they should figure out a way to make the gap closer, and somebody has I think some they have to put the money up first, because I think someone has to sh- I don't know it's gonna be it, it is tough it's a tough argument, because on one hand I do think that like I do think that the ratings and how many people are watching the games matter. But I also think that they need to be given the opportunity really to – and I, I don't think they've been really given the opportunity to make the money that the men's players have. And I think – I don't know. I mean I don't even think it's really an argument that I think they should because especially with the women's soccer team, like they're they're the best team like ever like in the world. And they're like – they're just every single turn – every single world – like the last couple – like the last World Cup they won and they dominated in that World Cup. So I, it's it's kind of like a chicken and the egg situation where it's like do just ha, like I think someone has to put up the money essentially, or like a marketing firm or ESPN or I mean even the the USA Soccer Association or um, what I forget exactly the federate federation I think they need to figure out a way to sufficiently distribute the funds a little bit differently. And not sufficiently, but distribute the money that they're making a little bit differently, especially when you see, like, when you see the women's team just dominating. And, you know, I don't know, I don't remember looking at ratings of the uh, Women's World Cup from last year, but I would imagine, like, I mean, I watched the final, like, I watched some of the games, and it was definitely more than I had watched in the past, uh... And I'm not saying I'm a barometer of where, like, we are as a society of, like, people watching women's sports. But, I mean, I think it's it's a big deal, and I think it should be a bigger deal. And I think it it's on – I think it's honestly on, like, a, a, a company like ESPN or I, – I think the, the, the World Cup – Women's World Cup was on ESPN. It's on them to try and market these – women's sports better and I know what you're going to say I know what people might or what people might say would be well maybe they do and people just don't watch it anyways it's like I don't I don't know I mean you know I think there's like a clip or something like there's a viral clip that kind of randomly hops around of like uh, some women's basketball game where they keep like missing a layup and it's like yeah that was one time if you if you look in the history books I'm sure you could find that in like the in NBA like I'm sure you could find that happening to like players, but I don't know. And 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 I think there's like a stigma around that where it's like I don't know if it's ESPN then has a stigma. I think it's it's, and I don't really want to compare it. It's almost similar to hockey, where ESPN does not cover hockey really at all. And I think es but ESPN does cover women's sports. They I've noticed they have covered women's sports a little bit more. But I think uh, like ESPN or. I mean, any of the sports networks, I think they just need to do, I think that they need to go do a better job of promoting these women's sports, like promoting WNBA, promoting women's soccer. Like, because with, if they just do, if they do that, I think that's going to help the sport and it's going to help, I think, talent develop in the sport because, you know, maybe, I don't know, this may be true or not true. It's kind of a hypothesis. If, if there's more money in the sport, I think then that's going to give someone who maybe is te- who's like very a very good player who's younger who's looking at it and saying, well, I could maybe go professional or I could 
play or I could and that's I understand I I understand what I'm saying is that it's kind of crazy to just be like oh well I'm just gonna play on the women's the the the, the women's um World Cup team and it's like I, I understand that's not exactly what I'm saying I'm talking about like players who are extremely good but look at the opportunity and say well I I could do this but maybe I'm not afforded the opportunity and maybe I can't do it so I think. If there's more money involved, that's kind of where you might see it. Um, that's where you might see some changes, and maybe even the same with WNBA. You look at you look at a player who is maybe in high school or they're playing in college and they're really good, but they look at it and they say, "Well, I just I, I can't I can't risk essentially trying to make it and then make it and still not even really not even be able to afford kind of what I." I, how I want to live or stuff like that. And I think if ESPN or if any of the sports companies were to do something like that, that might, I think that would be a good, I think that would be a good use of their, um, use of their marketing, I think, because I think personally, we're going to see a rise in some of these sports, some of the women's sports where it's either, you know, because Tops just came out with a softball, a softball product. And that, you know, I probably won't be buying that product and I think but I do think it's a cool thing for them to kind of try to broaden their horizons on stuff that they can do because I'm guessing Panini probably has the WNBA license. So if I had to guess, you know, I don't I don't know for sure, but if I had to guess since they have the NBA one and since they're coming out with that Prism product, I can't imagine it's it's like a free license where anybody can come out with a product cuz that's just not how not how it works. So I think Prism this year is going to be cool. I think if they come out with a uh, women's World Cup prism, that would be kind of cool. I don't know. I think they would probably. That's a type of product where they probably are only going to do like um, the American. Cha- I would say if it's if it's half and half, and it's probably it would probably be like American players, English players, um, and then they would have to probably pick the two or three best players from. Or one, maybe one best player from each team or something, so that way they get kind of the other countries involved in the in the product itself. But I would say if it leaned more American, like more American players, that would probably be how I would do it. Um, and that's, I would say that's probably how it would sell because you know I I think other than American players, I don't know if there are too many other. I don't know if there's too many other women's soccer players that anybody really knows, unfortunately. Um, and let's see. So, and then, and then, so the other thing, like I talked about was the women's tennis. So like Serena Williams, I think Coco Goff, when she gets, I don't know where the product is going to come from or what product has to come out, but if her card, if her, I think if she were to come out with a card, I think she has, she has some, I'm pretty sure, but they're, they're not in like a base product. So it's like harder to find. I think they may be numbered cards if and I made, and I may be incorrect, but I was just, I remember looking, looking into her cards and only seeing like one or two and they weren't, it wasn't like, um, like, I don't know. You know, I think if upper deck maybe were to come out, I think, you know, I think this would be a good idea for upper deck would be to come out with some sort of mixed product where it's like tennis. Well, I guess that's good when champions, um, and actually, I feel like Coco Goff would have been in Goodwin Champions. Now, let me look this up. Let me, I'm actually just going to look up her cards right now on the podcast and see, um, Goff, Coco Goff. Let's see. Let's go to eBay because her and then, um, 
Let's see. So, yeah, it looks like she has a Sports Illustrated card, and it looks like that's kind of the one. And actually, I don't think she's... Um, yeah, it doesn't look like she has many. So, hold on. There's a, I know there's another player. There's another uh, women's tennis player. Women's tennis player. Rankings players. Um, I just forget her name. Oh, uh, Naomi Osaka. She's another one that I think is on the younger side. And I think she had a really cool thing that she did during the... or Well, 22. So she's not um, obviously super young. But I think she's a, she's a fairly new player. Let's in... Or fairly... Not really new, but she's in... She's been winning championships in the past year or two. So, okay. So, so she has cards from 2019 that are part of... Tops International Hall of Fame uh, tennis card. So this is kind of interesting. So I guess this would be her card, and there actually are a decent amount of them, which I'm, I'm. It's good to see that. Um, let's see. So, but there weren't a lot of the Coco Golf cards. But let me see if let's see. Oh, fifty fifty dollars for this one. So that's cool. So these must be like. I'm wondering if these are both. Um, when did this come out, I wonder? I think this must have just come out because... Oh, no, 2019. People are still selling sealed wax on eBay, which the sealed wax are less than the cards, which is kind of interesting, but I'm wondering if... I don't know. I, I'm sure there hasn't been many... Oh, wow, and it even says... That's kind of crazy. It even says on the... On the... On the thing, it says 19.99 on the packaging... But people are selling it for like fifty bucks on on eBay, and just the one card itself looks like it's selling for a pretty decent amount. Um, so that's cool. I do think that's another uh, that's another one to look into if you're if you're in the same boat as me and you think <clears throat> women's sports ha are going to have more of a place within sports cards and just within kind of sports. I, I guess um, that's the word I'm looking for. Not like marketing, um, but the the publicity, is that maybe that's what I'm trying to say, is going to get better for women's sports in the future um, for, for multiple sports. I mean, I think women's soccer is already, like if you were to say what's the most popular women's sport, most people would say women's soccer. And then I'd, it probably goes women's soccer, women's uh, WNBA, and then tennis are probably the three that I would say most people probably... I'd say that's probably what they recognize the most as the top women's sports in general. Uh, but that's all I've got for this episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for subscribing, if you're subscribed on iTunes. And if you want to leave a review, that would also be phenomenal. That helps out a ton. Uh, thank you for listening on Spotify because you guys were in that top list of podcasts. Kind of dropped a little bit since we were taking a little bit of a break. But either way, thank you for getting us up there. Go follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit. Uh, that's all I've got. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.